Brave, outspoken, conservative, we, we are Ladies Raised Right. We're your co-hosts, I'm Olivia. And I'm Anouk, and we're dismantling the left one lie at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right or on Twitter at LadiesRR. You can find any additional information at our website at ladiesraisedright.com, where you can also find our merchandise. Yay! Welcome. Welcome to this week's episode. So we kind of got started last week, AOC. <laughs> We're coming for you. (laughs) We realized one episode wasn't enough for AOC. No, half of an episode, she gets her own episode. Yeah, it was like the beginning of it. It was like the tip of the iceberg. It was like, what is AOC up to? And what can we say? And it turns out it's much worse than we all thought. It's much worse. And it just keeps going, too. That's the worst part. It's like not like a past worse. It's a continuation of shit. But Anouk found something interesting today that AOC and Nancy Pelosi hate each other. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. Hopefully that'll cause some division within the Democratic Party. Even the Democrats don't like the Democrats. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, we're going to start out. Most people should know this already. You've probably seen AOC in the iconic Tax the Rich dress. This beautiful white gown with Tax the Rich painted in red right on the back. In a Chick-fil-A bag style, too. Oh, yeah. It was so ugly. Yeah. I don't even, like, watch (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And she, like... She wore this to the Met Gala in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it got a, she got a lot of heat for it because, well, not from the left. The left loves her for this. Yeah. But the Republicans are like, text the rich, you are the rich. Right. Like a little bit of irony there. Which yeah. Just like true AOC fashion. So it, she's <laughs> just a mess. And like to make matters worse, like not only is she clearly like rich, like a rich politician, she also, like, continues to, like, um, she continues to make it so she's paying herself, basically, based off of the fact that she's a politician. So she has an interesting little merch site, which most politicians do, but she really, like, goes into this one. Yeah, she loves her merch. She loves selling it. Um, one of the things that really prompted us to look further into her merch store and further into her, there was a pair of st- socks on there. And on one sock, it said, drink water. And on the other sock, it said, don't be racist. And apparently this is a statement from AOC. Um, and the statement doesn't make much sense without context. No. And it makes less sense with context. Yeah. So essentially she got into a dispute with the Republican Party, as always, because she was on the cover of Vogue. Now, okay, you're on the cover of Vogue. But for somebody who says tax the rich and is always after the rich, it's a little bit ironic. So she got in a little bit of a huffy and said... Drink water and don't be racist. And that was her response to the... It, was, it wasn't it was even her response. It was her fashion tip to Republicans. Yeah. Here's my <laughs> fashion tip to Republicans. Drink water and don't be racist. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so uh, insightful. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Um, I was already doing both before you told me to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't learn anything new out of this. Uh, and your fashion tips suck. Yep. No, and... No. And... Again, yeah, she always wears high-end clothes, which cost money. Rich people can afford that. Um, exactly. So maybe AOC should be giving that money she's spending on the high-end clothes to the poor people that she wants to help. Right. But So many of her items yeah. on her website kind of hit on this. And she'll have, she has, um, you know, Medicare for all, free water, housing, all these things that she really wants everybody to have. And, you know, what better way to do it than provide it herself with all this extra money she's spending on designer clothing? <laughs> Yep. If she thinks everybody should have this, it should start from her. Or maybe all the her merch should be free so she could advertise her 
or ideas. it should go straight to charity. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's like a lot of things you could do here at OC that would actually make you like less of a hypocrite. <laughs> She'll never listen. Uh, she also wants, uh, she has shirts that say better climate, better jobs equals better jobs. Um, I don't no. understand. Yeah. Like their logical fallacy there is not even like you can't even follow it. Like there's just no sense to that. No. <laughs> and then she has one that says turn fear into fuel. And I'm pretty sure this was a quote that I've heard before, like not AOC made up. Uh, no. Uh, the next one is there is nothing radical about moral clarity. Which is very ironic, considering she is so pro-choice and very for killing babies, which that's pretty moral, clearly moral, but and it's a very radical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next one, which is kind of funny, and we'll get to this, circle back, don't forget about this. Uh, union as a workplace. AOC is pro-union. Keep this in mind, Keep as Nick said. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, like, that's just her site, and... We're going to talk about the Green New Deal a little bit. I know we've mentioned it before, but just so you have an idea of how AOC is a legitimate socialist. And these are the things like she's actively fighting for in this Green New Deal that, um, that is being pushed further. One of her shirts on her website has like the yeah. goals of the Green New Deal listed out. Um, but I know I struggled reading it because the font is so bad. Her E's look like C's. Yeah, so we thought it was said or like... her C's look like E's. Yeah, we thought she spelled history, H-S-I-S-T-O-R-I-E. And, and it's actually historic. Yeah. It, you look like an idiot. <laughs> Always. Always. Um, so I'm going to list off some of these. They're from this... Well, not only are they on the internet where you can find it, but also this book by Mark Levin called American Marxism. He lists them out pretty clear here. So this is where I'm getting my information from. You should go read the book. It's really good, but also frightening. Um, so we're just going to talk about some of the highlights and then how this has paralleled current society and failed. One, transformation of food production systems into agroecological systems, thus ensuring food sovereignty and security and value and knowledge, innovations, ancestral and traditional practices. Right. So I started laughing because I saw one of the notes I wrote and I forgot I'd written it. Um, because the left like claim that cows and cattle emit all these like have a negative impact on the environment because of their carbon emissions. But literally in her sentence, she's saying that she wants to like make these important and like a cornerstone of our food right. for her future. Um, further, this was already tried and. It failed Venezuela breadlines, so fail. Exactly. The next one is, it is the duty of the federal government to create a Green New Deal. So in that, they need to achieve a net zero greenhouse gas emissions through a fair and just transition for all communities and workers, create millions of good high-wage jobs and ensure prosperity and economic security for all people of the United States, and to promote justice and equality by stopping current preventing future and repairing historic oppression of indigenous communities, the poor, low-income workers, women, the elderly, the unhoused, and people with disabilities, and youth. Yeah. Um, uh, it hits the nail on the head of all the shirts that she's trying to sell, <laughs> which is yeah, ironic. It, it, and it sounds good in theory, but we're going to get to this pretty soon. How does this work out in theory? But we're just going to read you some more of her radical ideas. Um, here's the union thing. 
providing resources, training, and high-quality education, including higher education, to people of the United States with a focus on frontline and vulnerable communities so those communities may be full and equal participation in the Green New Deal mobilization. Just kidding. The union thing is the next item. <laughs> but what's interesting about this is how the left is always pushing free um, higher education. And Mark Levin in his book brings up a good point that they want to free education because 99% of college professors are liberal. So exactly. if you can get kids in for free, more people you can brainwash. Exactly. It's just basically breeding the next generation of liberals. Yep. Um, and the next one is going to be ensuring the Green New Deal creates a high-quality union job that pay prevailing wages, um, hire local workers, offer training and advancement opportunities, and guarantees wage and benefit party for workers affected by transition. So... This is funny because <laughs> she says she wants this, but she's already proven that she's going to fight against this. For example, in 2019, Amazon was going to, they were going to set up their headquarters in Queens, New York. This would have been good. This would have been, this would have provided jobs for thousands of people. It would have helped that city, etc. But she fought against it, saying no, she didn't want it there because she thinks that it would cause the cost of living to increase too much in Queens, New York, that people couldn't afford to live there. So she said, we're not going to put it here. And she fought against it. So Amazon ended up not making a head, like making one of their headquarters in Queens, New York. Um, so she, she's just like keeping the poor poor and preventing them from capitalism. Exactly. <laughs> and so how on earth can you say that you want to hire local workers when you did this thing that completely destroyed thousands of jobs? And nonetheless, like, if you want to continue, like, making sure people are getting paid, paid fairly, stop inflation. Yeah. <laughs> That's, like, the first thing. Like, if you yeah. take care of that and, like, worry about that first, then maybe, like, you have something to stand on and, like, worry about that. And then, like, we don't have to worry about everyone getting raises because everyone's getting paid fairly and then they can take care of their cost of living. Yeah. It's just a flawed plan. Exactly. You're always, like, the liberals are always looking at the, like, the end problem. They're not looking at what's causing the problem. They're not looking at root cause. It's always what they, it's like, how they go about everything. <laughs> They're looking at other people's money and not theirs. <laughs> exactly. Um, because it's estimated, so Milton Ezrati with Forbes, he came up with some estimates for how much AOC's Green New Deal would cost. So, like, the six main points of it, she wants to implement over 10 years so here's just the cost of each of these points over 10 years. So we'll add them all up at the, at the end. For expansion of renewables to provide 100% of the nation's power, it would cost $2 trillion or $200 billion a year for 10 years. The desire to build a smart power grid for the entire country would cost $400 billion or $40 billion for 10 years. Drawing down greenhouse gases would cost upwards to $11 trillion or $110 billion for 10 years. The goal to upgrade every home and industrial building in the country to state or to state-of-the-art safety and energy efficiency would run $2.5 trillion over 10 years, which is $250 billion a year. And that number is like more than like like it's understated. That's just an estimate. Um, they're right. saying like there's 136 million dwellings in the United States. An upgrade of each of them would conservatively cost ten thousand dollars a unit, and that doesn't even include industrial and commercial structures. Yeah, so like your workplace, cool. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so those are just some of the m numbers, but it would cost roughly two point five trillion dollars a year. And where do you think all this money is coming from? 
for 10 years. And not to mention that this is going to continue to cost. So remember yeah. the poor that she said she cared about? <laughs> who's like, who's paying taxes? Us. Everybody. Yeah. Not the rich, not just the poor, not just, not just one person or the other. It's literally going to be everybody. And she wants to raise the tax rate to 70%. Seven zero. <laughs> 70? Yes. <laughs> That's like, I can't even imagine being taxed 30%. I'll double check my number. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she said she wants to make 70% the minimum. I mean, that's about right. So when um, Mitt, Mitt Romney was running for office, Obama was about small businesses were paying. If you collectively added up all the taxes that they were paying across the board, not only just regular tax, but sales, like sales tax, gas tax, like yeah. all of it together, it was almost um, like 60, 60% or so. So she's not far off. She's pretty close, quite frankly. And you wonder yeah. why middle like your average American is not making it is because shit like this is like hidden in there. And it's like, okay, well, 4% tax on this and 10% tax on mm-hmm. that. And then the socialist ideologies it doesn't stop. And no, you're not, you're never going to get ahead. And the government has a fuck ton of money and they're not actually going to do anything with it. She's going to keep filling her pockets. Like, let's be real. AOC has a fucking, she has expensive taste. She's got to get the money <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> She's going to, the problem with socialism is you eventually run out of other people's money. Margaret exactly. Thatcher said that, and that's what's ex- that's exactly what's going to happen. So, after going over <laughs> AOC's Greenest New Deal and all the fun stuff that she's up to, about a week ago, on maybe a little bit more, July 19th, AOC tweeted, Staff in our office have taken the, step, the first steps towards unionizing, along with seven other offices in the House. We strongly support the right for constitutional workers to unionize, and look forward to supporting our staff through this process. We don't think AOC knows what a union is, so we're just going to put it out here very clearly for you, and t- hopefully so you can understand why this is, like, not a good idea. <laughs> I just think of that scene in the office where Michael, like, tries to unionize the warehouse workers, and then Jan comes and she's like, everyone will lose their jobs if you do this. <laughs> yeah, unions are not better. So, a union... A labor union is an organization that acts as an intermediary between its members and the business that employs them. The main purpose of a labor union is to give the workers the power to negotiate for more favorable working condition and other benefits through collective bargaining. Um, Also, my only impression, I'm not well-versed on unions, but all I remember about them when I learned about them in economics is my professor said he used to work in a union Mm -hmm. and they were trying to like him and his buddy or coworkers, whatever, they were building a house. They wanted to stay late to finish building the house. Their foreman came up and said, what are y'all doing? Like, you can't be staying late. And they were like, why? We need to finish this. And he said, no, we have time. Like, we stop at this time. We start at this time. We're not going, we're not working over. We're not working under. So that's just kind of my, like, they don't care. Uh, And also they're like very intense. So like, if you are in a workplace where people work for union, um, say your job is to sweep. As a manager, I see you not sweeping and you're not going to do it. And I grab the broom to do it. I'm taking your job now and I'm in trouble because I'm taking your okay. job from yes, you. Yes, I do remember learning that in econ too. So there's yeah, like, honestly, stupid. like unions, I, in its time and place, it was right. But it's no longer like needed. There's a ton of jobs available. You don't like your job, go somewhere else. Go negotiate a job and a fucking fair wage somewhere else if you don't like your job. Plenty of places are like, hiring. The, the union, the only thing is... It's just like a temp office. The person is making money off of your work. 
Mm-hmm. You're paying them to make money off of your work and you're losing money because you have to pay the union and you're not like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but <laughs> and maybe for some of our listeners that are pro union, maybe you can give us some insights on this as to why you think it's a good idea, but I don't really see an advantage personally. Yeah. No, I think like decades ago, there was the advantage of it when it exactly. was, it first began, but not now. So to loop around, <laughs> essentially what AOC is saying in this is that congressional workers need an organization to help them because their employer is being an unfair. But, I mean, who employs congressional workers? The legislative <laughs> branch. Yeah. So Congress falls under the legislative branch, and then they report to the presiding officer of the chamber, um, who is the Speaker of the House, which is elected by the representatives. <laughs> so he or she is third in line to the succession of presidency, a.k.a. Fucking Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> so this is, we, I believe we mentioned at the beginning that AOC and Nancy Pelosi hate each other. So exactly. I'm sure this plays into it. So if we lost you somewhere in there, AOC is basically saying congressional workers need to unionize because of the <laughs> unfavorable working conditions due to Nancy Pelosi. A fellow Democrat <laughs> saying this about another Democrat. So I can't make this shit up. So at this point, like, I was like, I read the tweet, I look into it, and then I'm like, Nancy Pelosi and AOC. And sure enough, sure enough, the two have drama. Like, classic. Classic. I just Googled it. Because honestly, like, if when it happened, I must have missed it. Because I wasn't aware that the two didn't like each other. Yeah, me neither. But we're not going to give their little drama any credit. Um, long story short, Democrats are undermining Democrats. And they're delegitimizing the, like, government. Long story short, AOC is an idiot. And this logic only seems... Um, clear for a liberal, quite frankly. Like, oh. you're going to bring a union in, into the government to delegitimize the government that's hiring the government? Like, <laughs> But, however, if we've misunderstood something in the Green New Deal, we would love for AOC to come on and tell us. So be sure to tag her in our posts. Tag her, share us, make sure we get our attention. We would love to have a formal discussion with AOC and where she really thinks some of this stuff is coming from and where it's going. Because, yeah. quite frankly... Um, actually I listened to Ben Shapiro today and he had uh, an interesting insight that said AOC is more often out of office than she is in her office. Yeah. Okay. She doesn't work. And like, I say some of these things sarcastically, but I genuinely am interested where Democrats think like this money is coming from. Oh yeah. I would love to know. Yeah. So AOC, please come tell us. Come at us. We're ready. We're very ready. Yeah. Um, be sure to like our pages, subscribe, subscribe, follow us. Share with your friends and family. Tell everybody. Woohoo! We're going to be doing some more giveaways soon. Exactly. And thanks for starting your week off right with Ladies Raised Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.